Marty, I know the very man to ask about this. Brian Cassidy from the Belfast Burns Association. Brian, what are the main ingredients? What happens on the night of a Burns supper? What's all this toasting the haggis about? Well, toasting of the haggis really evolved about five years after Burns' death. Nine of his friends decided to celebrate his life. They had a feast in his memory. Part of that was the haggis, which was really, what would you call a peasant dish, but full of ingredients. Some of the ingredients I let the chef tell that because it's it's evolved down the years, really, to pose the sovereign people's palate, if you like, because it was made with awful. Really, the chieftain of the pudding race and Toasting the haggis is the most vital part in a Burns supper, that and the immortal memory. People can do their own Burns supper, but th- those are the two main things that we would must insist that are said at our Burns suppers. The start of the night, all the guests are piped in, and then, of course, there's, a, as I say, welcome to the guests. And then the most important part of the night, next to the immortal memory, the haggis is piped in, usually followed with the chef who's carrying it. He then will have the toast of the haggis, chieftain off the pudding race. Some say the pudding race, the big sausage, and I, that's what it reminds me of, sausage meat now. The chef has to like a whiskey. There's always a couple of glasses of whiskey <laughs> for the chairman and the chef. I'm sure most chefs would would enjoy it, but they have to go back to the kitchen. I'm sure they must cringe when they see sometimes some of the guys get a bit over-exuberant when they're dressing a haggis and it ends up in quite a mess because that's huge knife. Or sometimes I said, my goodness, that's a sword, that's not a knife. (laughs) So basically a couple of Robbie Burns' friends used poems that he had already written to come up with this Burns Night feast. That's right, that was five years after his death and it's just, my goodness, it's, it's taken off and Burns, Burns has become the most popular poet in the world without Lang Syne and actually some of his music, people don't realise that, that that was from the great man himself and of course he was very much into equality and people living without fear of opinion. He was a peasant really, he was the ploughman poet. It was really, he was frowned upon initially whenever he got to Edinburgh, brought out a book called the Kilmarnock Edition, which sold 500 odd copies, and it just, he was promoted by all the, the aristocracy as, as the, the greatest poet in Scotland. Then, every single year from that, we've had the Burn Suppers with our own Belfast Burn Supper, which is nearly going 150 years now. So, there's no hard and fast rule apart from those two main things, then? The haggis that they've touched on there, the other one is the immortal memory, where the president would talk about. Burns' life and a bit of history. It's the ser- more serious part of the night. It, it's nice to follow the proper procedure, but again, you have to gauge with time. Neeps and tatties as well? Turnips and mash. There was a starter, a starter which would have been used in Scotland from up around the, the Aberdeenshire or the Doric where Robert Burns's father came from. It was called Cullen Skink. It's fish. It'd be like chowder, only maybe not as thick as a chowder. I'm not a chef. So, but then we have the neeps and tatties with haggis. We always, at our Burns suppers, are renowned for having one of the best suppers in, in the Burns Federation. Turkey and ham, something. And then followed by Cranigan, which is like a Scottish, it'd be something like, it'd be like a trifle, which is lovely. And then tea and shortbread. It's quite a podgy night, <laughs> but a very, very enjoyable night and a lot of music. Usually the haggis is piped in but was fiddled in at one time marty what do you think of that can chef rob curley come up with a mouth-watering menu as good as that yeah justin we are joined by chef rob friend of the old show maker of the dulce which you stole that is not forgiven or forgotten (laughs) (laughs) now uh 
Rob, I want to talk through what is the burn supper, as in what's in the dishes, what's the starter, main course, dessert, because lots of people listening to this all around the world probably have never even heard of what a haggis is. So the starter, what, what do we start a burn supper with? Cullen skink is really usually the starter that's served in a Burns night supper. So Cullen skink is like, say it's nearly the precursor to chowder to the American staple of chowder, like Boston chowder. Cullen skink is a haddock soup, smoked haddock soup. It is served with potatoes, onions, and comes from a town of Cullen in Moray in the northeast of Scotland. Cullen skink is almost like a meal in and of itself. So as a starter, it's a very rich starter. Yes, it's a very rich starter. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, almost a meal in itself with the smoked haddock, poached smoked haddock, potatoes and onions and and you can use the weight of the leeks finish it off with a little bit of chopped parsley that's you can if you want and using milk so you poach the poach the haddock in in milk and then that releases all the smoky flavor to the milk and then take the poached haddock take the haddock out and then use the milk then to 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 flavor then the broth the, the soup with the onions oh. so sweat down onions and butter and Gosh, my mouth is watering as you're telling us that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really, yeah, it's, it's a really, yeah, it's a hearty, it's a hearty dish for this time of year. It's really, really good. It's a really, really tasty dish using what was plentiful ingredients that were around around the northeast of Scotland and Scotland, and then making them into a fine supper, you know, and a, like a a starter or as a as a main course is fantastic so many things you can do with it it's even really nice with when you have it all cooked even just to poach an egg and, and a poached egg on top my uh, favorite and oh, the egg goes into it that's really really nice and you have to have crusty bread with it uh. it's a fantastic heartwarming soup especially with this time of year with the weather and it's definitely good for some whiskey that well see i thought about this and because we're the irish whiskey review now we talked on the show last night about how close we are to scotland and so on and so forth so i'm going to keep it i want to pair a whiskey with it and what i really want to do is really give it a little bit of something nice and light that really is not going to contribute too much to the flavour of the overall dish. Because Cullen Skink, with the, the lovely smoked fish coming in, it, it, what you really want to do is something to just sort of lift it a little bit. Because it's, it's quite a heavy starter, as we said. So I'm going to go with Green Spot. Pot still, little bit of peppery spice there, which because the, the, the smoke, the Cullen Skink, there's normally quite a lot of pepper. It's quite heavily seasoned i always find so i think a pot still i think a green spot would be quite nice with that yes that would be lovely the green spot would go perfectly with with the cullen skink just to lift it and lift the spices yeah really just to clean your palate as much as anything else there's an old in france in rural france they um when they're having their lunch or whatever say if they have a like a beef stew uh, like a beef bourguignon made with uh, burgundy wine to finish all the juices that are left at the, at the plate they would usually pour some of their red wine the burgundy wine into the glass into the bowl and then mop it up with all the juices oh. with the red wine some bread so even that would be lovely just bread whiskey and cullen skink oh lovely you, you, you sound like floyd on, on french cuisine there it's it's uh, the picture of my mind is just blowing my mind away Keith Floyd, what a, what a man, what a man. Every time he started up, uh, he, he, 
he just got gradually more and more drunk every time he was going through the show. And just on that note, I think I'm going to pour myself a little hard bag. We've done right. We've done Colin Skank. This beautiful smoked haddock broth chowder, whatever soup, whatever you want to call it. Now to the main thing, to the to the haggis. Fair fay, you're on a sunsy face, great chief to know the pudding race. A boon them ah, take your place, punch stripe or thrown. What is a haggis? And how would you make a haggis, Rob? What do you think should be in a haggis? Haggis is, is a wonderful little get a, a savoury pudding. Uh, using the sheep's pluck. So the sheep's pluck is Heart, liver, lungs, all minced up and with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices, lots of white pepper and salt. And then it's traditionally cooked in the sheep's stomach or the sheep's stomach and bound up together like a sausage, kind of like a pudding. And then poached or steamed until it's all cooked beautiful inside. That's usually when like an animal or beast or... Like a sheep is is cooked, all the hearts, liver, heart and liver, all the the offal are have to be eaten really quickly or they're spoiled. They thought it, it was a good way of that you had the sheep's stomach when you killed it, and you had all the offal and all that, and you could just fill it with oatmeal and and the stew with an onion, and that was a good way of preserving the protein-rich delicacies of the heart and liver then to serve it with neeps and tatties so neeps are swede or turnip and tatties are potatoes so usually with haggis neeps and tatties it's uh, the haggis that's been it's cooked at the burn supper and the chef comes out and he slices it open and then it's served with neeps uh, so it's usually like crushed neeps or pureed uh, neeps what sort of seasoning pepper. would go into the neeps and, and the potatoes? Uh, I like black pepper. It really goes mm. well with neeps. It just, it can carry that. It has turnip when it, or neeps and turnips have, and Swede have a little bit of pepperiness to them. And it just takes that little bit more. It really adds to if you put some black pepper, crushed black pepper into the, into lots of butter and, and it just lifts it so, and... So it's a really, really uh, rustic, hearty, hearty dish. It's hard to make uh, haggis, neeps and tatties kind of a, into a beautiful dish because it, it's it's a peasant dish. Uh, that's where it, it started. And But it's it's when you taste it, the, the full flavour. There's so many great dishes you can do out of it. So I'm, oh. I did a dish there for my, my brother-in-law is, is from Glasgow. And he was getting married in France, and I was cooking for their their wedding venue, uh, wedding meal. The Isle Alliance. <laughs> and so I made him. I made a dish, um, a starter of haggis, neeps, and tatties for for him, <sighs> for that for everybody. And so it's uh, using is an as you said the old alliance. So it was the alliance of of Scotland and here in Ballymena uh, of Northern Ireland. So I used. Um, I had beautiful haggis and I made an oaten roussel fudge. So uh, roussel is like a, 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 an oaten fudge bread or potato bread. So we made like a, a fudge and sandwiched it in between some haggis. And <laughs> so it was almost like a, a sandwich, kind of like a, a, a rectangle finger sandwich. And then served it with neeps. So we pickled some neeps and then we made a neep ketchup and then we had the tatties were the the fudge 
and then we had a little uh, drum or a little dram of Scottish whiskey to go with it as well ah. in, um, in a pipette just to feed into the haggis. And the whiskey, it would have to be, you have to have a smoky whiskey with that. You know, you, you need something big and punchy. Uh, for for haggis, anyone that's never had a haggis, it's, it's very colorific. It's very, it's quite stodgy. But it's all the better for it. Because if you, if you know where it comes from, that, that lovely fat, warming, stick to your ribs, as we would say. And to get a whiskey to sort of clean that, you need something punchy. Again, we'll go with... We'll do an Irish connection with, rather than the Scottish one. Um, I would recommend a Bill Phil. Nice, heavily peated, really good quality, uh, smoky whiskey from Ireland. So, um, yeah, we'll go with a Bill Phil with that. Uh, but if you've never had haggis, it always, it always sounds awful. But the, the, the thing is, when, when you get it, it tastes fabulous, and as Rob said, that the innards of the stuff always spoils. When a lion kills a zebra, it, it eats the insides first because that's where all the nutrients are. We're just eating the, and the, you know the, the the muscle, but when something's predated, when something's killed, it's the innards that are eaten because that's where all the nutrients are. Well, I must admit, I've had. Uh, a- Haggis, Neeps and Taddies at my cousin's 40th in 2012 and Fife and it was just bog standard traditional but it was in a hotel and they really could do it because I don't normally like Haggis, Neeps and Taddies but that night it was delicious Well I've I've had uh, Rob's pureed Neeps pureed parsnip before now Rob, Rob does the slimish garden supper club which if anyone if you ever have a chance of eating rob's stuff i promise you now it's fabulous absolutely fabulous stuff um he's innovative it's cooked to perfection he tries and uses as many local uh, produce as close to home as possible and it's absolutely wonderful it looks amazing and tastes even better now i always leave room for dessert what is the dessert do. then going to be, Rob? <laughs> Fantastic. Another uh, should be really heavy dish. It sounds really heavy, but once again, once you taste, it's really light and refreshing. Beautiful. It's called Cranachan. So Cranachan is a real traditional Scottish dessert made with whipped cream, porridge oats, whiskey and raspberries. So the beautiful Scottish raspberries, lightly whipped cream flavoured with brown sugar and whiskey then some uh, toasted oats to go through it folded in with raspberries and it's always served then in it like a wine flute or a, a whiskey glass or you know and just a spoon and maybe some shortbread if you really wanted it but it's really really <laughs> beautiful and lovely and tasty i like to change that up a bit as well and make refine it a bit more it's beautiful like that and it's so simple so easy and it's absolutely fantastic um so this we'll be doing a takeaway this this week uh, um, a, a home dining experience takeaway and so we're going to do Cranachan um, for everybody this week and but it's going to be uh, because raspberries aren't in season at the moment no we'll use uh, pears so we have beautiful pears that uh, we'll poach off and we'll serve them with uh, a duck egg beautiful duck egg and whiskey set custard 
serve it with some like uh, porridge oat granola with honey and brown sugar so it's really crispy and then we'll serve it with some um kind of honey honey and <laughs> um, honey and whiskey uh, cream so it's all still the same it's a cranekin but it's using pears instead and beautiful poached pears with that as well so it's all the same flavors but it's a fantastic <sighs> lovely lovely dish what do you think of that, Marty? That sounds like something else. I mean, you've heard of the hurry bikers. We should be the three fat drunks. <laughs> what do you mean fat? I'm not fat. <laughs> no, uh, that, that sounds so good that I would steal that off you, Justin. <laughs> Oh, now, normally, I whenever I'm recommending a, a whiskey for a dessert, it's, it's pretty much always a sherry cask. Um, for that, I would have to say, because of the biscuit element, it would be a black bush. Black bush, that lovely biscuity dessert, uh, sort of stewed fruits by the sherry cask finish. You'd have to, black bush would be perfect for that, really would. Yeah, that would be lovely just to, to finish it off. Um, as because it's a beautiful uh, beautiful light dish but it's also perfect for this time of the year as well mm-hmm. you know and using all um beautiful produce and just that 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 would be a lovely whiskey to go with it it definitely definitely would be uh rob thank you very much for coming in and talking to us uh can i just i'll just say again go on to rob's facebook page the the slimish uh Garden Supper Club, all around Ballymena. He's he, the man is just a fabulous chef, friend of the show. Uh, I'm going to have to get me make me more dulce because Justin stole all my last of it. Uh, <laughs> but Rob, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. And thanks to Brian Cassidy as well from Belfast Burns Association. <laughs>